and use guys. Welcome to y'all, the show that's all about the South. I'm John Rawl, and we're glad that you could tune us in here on this Tuesday. In just a few seconds, I'll tell you about another tragic killing of a law enforcement official, this time in Savannah, Georgia. I am getting sick and tired of reporting here on the Y'all Show about our heroes in blue being gunned down or dying in the line of duty. And I'll tell you about that sad story coming from Georgia in just a second. Also, later this hour on the Y'all Show, we'll have a political report. Jimmy Carter, little health news from the former president. We'll have that coming from Plains, Georgia in just a few minutes in our political spotlight of the Y'all Show. Plus, the pressure's on in Nashville for the Speaker of the House. Boy, we'll tell you about the drama unfolding in Tennessee's capital city. All that coming up in our political report this hour. Later this hour, Clark Shelton, he's the editor of y'all.com, and he'll be dropping by with a preview of what all is going on with the incredible website y'all.com. If you like strawberries, this is a great thing to tell you about that you need to tune in to hear what Clark and y'all.com's got planned for strawberries here in the next couple of days, plus other wonderful stories coming from y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South, and much, much more. Clark Shelton dropping by in just a few minutes with our preview of what's going on y'all.com this week. When we get to hour two, we will let you know the latest with the NBA as the conference finals get underway tonight. And we're just four teams left. That's all that's left in the NBA as they march toward the NBA finals. We'll have info on that. Plus two Southerners that play for the Chicago White Sox are done for the year. These are two pitchers. One from Miami, the other one a native of Kentucky, and they're both done. We'll have the info about the Shy Sox at the start of our second hour in our sports land yet. Plus, the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines is moving to the NBA, and there's a connection with him to the Big 12's West Virginia Mountaineers. And speaking of the Nears, one of their great quarterbacks of recent years in the news in the NFL Plus, more Big 12 news to tell you about as we're going to spotlight the Texas Longhorns in our sports land. Yep. Here at Y'all, we have a sister program called Longhorn Blitz. And Rod Babers, a former Texas defensive playmaker that went on to play in the professional ranks for a number of years, he helps co-host that alongside Matt Butler and Jeff Howe of Horns 24-7. And we're going to listen in to their most recent episode of Longhorn Blitz. And if you love the burnt orange, you're going to love this discussion. And if you hate the burnt orange, you're going to love to hear what they're saying there in Austin. All that coming at the start of Hour 2 in our sports land. Yep, a listen-in of Longhorn Blitz. Now, also coming up in Hour 2 of today's Y'all Show, our friend Matt Hearmans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, is going to join us. And we're going to get him to talk about cooking indoors, plus what if you had to cook outdoors, what type of wood do you need to use on the grill? There's a bunch of choices, and the barrister is going to tell us all of the different types and his preference. So that's coming in hour two. You don't want to miss it. Our number, 803-816-1170. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, both at Y'all Show is the address for that. You also can call 803-816-1170. That's a text or a voicemail line, 803-816-1170. And, of course, we're at y'all.com. And, again, as we start our headlines from throughout the region, another hero in blue gunned down, and this time in Savannah, Georgia, another death there in that state as Kelvin Ansari was gunned down 
over the weekend, and he was 50 years old. His partner, Douglas Thomas, was wounded by a gunshot to the leg. The suspected gunman, a 49-year-old named Edward Fuller III, also died after being shot by police. But another death in Savannah, Georgia, of a law enforcement official, Savannah Police Sergeant Kelvin Ansari. A North Carolina sheriff's deputy accused in connection with a man's beating back in 2018 has pleaded guilty to failing to carry out his duties and has to prematurely surrender his law enforcement certification. This comes in Wake County in Raleigh as Wake County Sheriff's Deputy Cameron Broadwell entered his plea in court on Monday. Broadwell and two troopers with the North Carolina Highway Patrol were accused of using excessive force against Chiron Hinton in April of 2018 after responding to 911 calls about a man acting erratically. Prosecutors say Hinton was bitten by the deputy's dog after Broadwell unleashed the dog on him. The Wake County Sheriff's Office in February said that Hinton received an $83,000 settlement from a lawsuit one day before he was found dead in what was believed to be a drug overdose. So that story there, the sheriff's deputy pleading guilty to the man's beating back in 2018. Now, this lady grew up just across from the south in Cincinnati, Ohio, but she died on Monday at the age of 97, and she was a phenom throughout the film industry as well as the music industry. Doris Day, one of the golden girls of Hollywood's golden age, dying. Of course, she starred in roles opposite of Rock Hudson and Cary Grant, and she died Monday at the age of 97. Again, a native of Cincinnati, Ohio, right across the Ohio River from the south, and to my knowledge, never really spent time in the South. Most of her professional career was spent in California, but of course, she was all over films back in the 1950s and 60s. She had the Oscar-nominated Pillow Talk, in which she and Rock Hudson played two New Yorkers who shared a telephone party line. (laughs) Man, movies have sure changed since back then. And so she died again after a long life and being a symbol of Hollywood for, for many years. Of course, she's had work on television shows with her own and she was a very big spokesperson for animal rights doris day dead at the age of 97 now it's been raining all over the southeast for for it seems like a couple of years but really going back to the fall it we've seen much much more rainfall than what we normally see and i know it's been raining everywhere in the south but one state that's kind of centered up in the south and i just want to kind of give you an idea AL.com has a story out called Just How Much Has It Rained in Alabama, written by Lee Morgan. And the NOAA's Weather Prediction Center offered up some preliminary rainfall totals from across the south. And South Alabama got the most rain in the state over the last few days, but going back, and it over five inches of rain in the Mobile area, and really all over Alabama, just like all over the south. But when you look at the map from the NOAA, You're seeing seven inches of rain in Texas and Louisiana all in the last couple of days. And some of that rainfall going up into Mississippi around eight inches in the Greenville, Mississippi area. And just plenty of rainfall on top of rain that most of us didn't need any more all accumulating. Just to give you an idea of some of the big totals across the south. Richmond, Texas, 14.26 inches. Perkinston, Mississippi, 14.07 inches. Sugarland, just outside of Houston, they had just over 13 inches of rain. And in Brownfield, Louisiana, 10 inches of rain in the last couple of days. Now that is saturation 
And that is something we don't need any more of is rain in already soaked areas of Dixie's. All right, because of all this rain in Arkansas, strawberry farms there are tackling problems caused by so much rain. And an owner there, Travis Apple, has Apple Farms. <laughs> kind of funny that he's got a strawberry farm, but his last name's Apple, A-P-P-E-L. But Mr. Apple says it's a problem every single year. We just got to work around it and keep the fields picked clean. And you've seen so much rain in Arkansas as well. Black spots can be seen on strawberries and their diseases caused by wet weather and warm temperatures. And if not handled, it can spell trouble for strawberry farmers. Other farms throughout Arkansas have closed early or don't offer strawberries at all due to the amount of rain that Arkansas and other states that have had berries available in the past just not able to as spring weather continues this farm in arkansas is ready to keep strawberries ripe for the picking now speaking of strawberries we want you to stick around here as we always do but specifically later this hour clark shelton a native of arkansas is going to be coming on here clark is the editor at y'all.com and one of the cool things y'all.com is doing right now is featuring this week strawberries so plenty of strawberry information And I hate it for the listeners that we have in Humboldt, Tennessee. You just had the West Tennessee Strawberry Festival the last couple of days that came to an end over the weekend. But, hey, you don't have to just be in Humboldt to love strawberries. Strawberries beloved throughout the South, throughout the country, throughout the world. And this is prime strawberry time in much of the South right now. I guess that's part of the reason in Gibson County, Tennessee, they have the Strawberry Festival this time of year. But we have plenty of strawberry info coming to you at y'all.com and clark shelton's coming on in just a few minutes to tell you all about it you do not want to miss it now speaking of west tennessee where humboldt is located sadly just north of humboldt in the town of martin a student at the university of tennessee martin has been found fatally stabbed and another person injured obion county sheriff's deputies were called to the home of 29 year old tony marquis mosley over the weekend and they found 20 year old decora alexander dead and Mosley suffering from stab wounds and lacerations. Mosley hospitalized in critical condition. Now, unfortunately, the death of Decora Alexander, 20 years old, she was a member of the UT Martin Skyhawk Dance Squad, and that's the squad that performed at UT Martin home basketball games. And she was majoring in health and human performance during her freshman year at UT Martin and had a strong positive influence on all of her teammates according to her dance coach there at UT Martin. But this youngster killed over the weekend in Martin, Tennessee. A man in Florida, 88 years old, was carjacked at gunpoint while on his way to buy a Mother's Day gift for his wife. What kind of crazy world do we live in? Robert Rodriguez was running errands last week when he was approached by someone in the parking lot of a Beals department store in Newport Ritchie, Florida, The man held a gun to Rodriguez and demanded his wallet, and the 88-year-old told the local station in that area that he played dumb. He said, I was still in the car when this guy appeared from someplace and put a gun in my side and asked for my wallet. I pretended I didn't understand. Finally, he told me to get out of the car and give me your keys, give me your keys. The elderly man who was, again, trying to buy pajamas for his wife of 64 years. That's a good, good Mother's Day present right there said he gave the suspect his keys and was pushed to the ground and got a big bruise on his arm and cuts on his leg. Luckily, his vehicle was found less than a mile away from that department store, abandoned on the side of a building, and he got his car back. 
but not a good thing there in that part of Florida. Anyone with information is urged to contact the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, 800-706-2488. And the witness who saw this, they saw a suspect exit the vehicle, said the man's name may be Allen, and he might be nicknamed Killer or Killer, according to authorities. So somebody is ratting this guy out. Hopefully Mr. Allen the Killer will be behind bars. No excuse for this carjacking and interrupting this 88-year-old man on his way to buy pajamas for his wife for Mother's Day. What a sweet story there from Florida. The Dugers, have y'all seen that show before on television? The family's got 19 kids and counting. That's the name of their reality show. And they have a one-of-a-kind property on 2.73 acres in Springdale, Arkansas, And now it's for sale. It's a 10,000-plus-square-foot Baylor mansion owned by Michelle and Jim Bob Duggar, according to Realty.com. That's where this information. And you, too, can own the Duggar mansion for the low price of $1.8 million. I don't know if the 19 kids comes along with the sales price, but a realtor there in Springdale said the couple bought two bank-owned homes, and the cost for both was $360,000. For the Baylor Mansion, the Duggars invested more than a million dollars. And an appointment for the house is actually scheduled. And we'll know more if someone buys the Duggar home. $1.8 million in Springdale if you want to have your home away from home there in the natural state. Sounds like a good plan to me. If you're a student of history like I am, this is a pretty neat story coming from the CSRA of Georgia. As the Sons of American Revolution are getting ready to put markers in Augusta for two Revolutionary War officers, Major James Carter and Major William Skinner III. And a ceremony held in Augusta over the weekend as the militia reenactors were on hand in period attire. And they're not done putting up markers. On June 1st, the Revolutionary War era home of Thomas Ansley, whose rock house in Thompson, Georgia, not far from Augusta, is the state's oldest stone home. So some good Revolutionary War history coming from that part of Georgia, which during the Revolutionary War, Augusta down to Savannah was part of the colony known as Georgia, inward toward Atlanta in North Georgia and along the Alabama border. That was not Georgia. That was I assume Indian land and or it belonged to perhaps France. I'm not sure I need to brush up on my history, but yeah, colonial Georgia was indeed Augusta, Georgia. Maximum security. Y'all know that name. That's the horse that won the Kentucky Derby, but then had the title taken away. The jockey of maximum security, Louise Saez, has been suspended for 15 days for failing to control maximum security and causing interference that resulted in the horse's historic disqualification at last weekend's Kentucky Derby. And during that race, stewards at Churchill Downs changed the race to another horse, and this race went the other way. So that suspension is May 23rd through June 14th, and it covers racing dates along that time. So not good news if you're a fan of maximum security. Now, some news from my home county in South Carolina, and I'm old enough to tell you that when I heard the name Jewel, I thought it was that singer from Alaska that kind of sang some songs and even starred in Ride with the Devil, which was a pretty cool movie that came out 20 years ago. But now, Jewel, if you say the word Jewel, 
people aren't talking about a singer. They're talking about the e-cigarette. And here is some good news for Lexington County, South Carolina. Jewel Labs is going to open up a $125 million operation in Lexington County and bring 500 jobs to South Carolina right there in Lexington, which is about 20 miles from Columbia, the state capital. So there is some good coming from Jewel. I had no idea anything positive came out of Jewel. And isn't it amazing in the last five years how much e-cigarettes have really dominated and vaping is such a huge deal. And it's just crazy to me that you could be going down the road and all of a sudden you see a car and you see a smokestack coming from it and you're thinking, oh goodness, what's wrong with that car? And it's nothing but a guy or gal with a daggum e-cigarette blowing it out the window. Man, those things have plenty of vape. I guess it's just one long drag, and that's part of the attraction to Juul. But Juuls are putting a hurting on cigarettes, I think, and and e-cigarettes. And hey, in this case, Juul is making a lot of people happy in Lexington County with the addition of 500 jobs there. Way to go. More job news. Procter & Gamble is going to hire 300 workers in Berkeley County, West Virginia. And this is at the facility there in the Martinsburg area. They're going to produce dryer sheets and will produce shampoo. And they're going to plan on hiring an additional 300 workers, which will include engineers for their mechanical and electrical operations at the Tabler Station plant, Procter & Gamble, with another 300 workers coming to West Virginia. And we tell you this story because we know that the Mountain State often has been really left behind from an employment standpoint. So great news for Procter & Gamble to add more jobs to the state of West Virginia. Now, some people are ready to take their jobs out of the state of Georgia after the heartbeat bill was made law by Brian Kemp the other day, governor of Georgia. This is the abortion deal that is really restrictive. And you have the sex strike now by Alyssa Milano and other Hollywood people really jumping in on Georgia and getting on Georgia and other southern states as they're looking to have very restrictive laws in terms of abortions. Well, Count Dean Kane. Mr. Superman guy, as a guy who's not signing up along with all of Hollywood to bash Georgia. He says the boycott of the Peach State over this heartbeat bill is an absolute joke. Of course, Dean Kane is known to be a conservative. In fact, remember, he spoke on President Trump's behalf at the 2016 Republican National Convention. He's one of the only big time celebrities. And I know there's bigger celebrities than Dean Kane, but. He's a guy that most people at least recognize, and a lot of people will remember him from his Superman work and another work that he's done. But he's an actor and a producer. And again, he said that all these celebrities that are lining up to boycott Georgia over the state's controversial heartbeat abortion bill, they're an absolute joke. Brian Kemp signed HB 481 last week into law. It's called the Living Infants Fairness and Equality Act, or LIFE prohibiting abortions in Georgia after a heartbeat is detected as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. And it's called one of the most restrictive in the nation, set to go into effect on January 1st of 2020. And already we're seeing Hollywood production companies and more than 100 actors deciding to boycott Georgia. When Dean Kane appeared on Fox and Friends this week, he was saying that Hollywood's trying to impose its values on the Peach State after the state's voters and legislators have spoken 
And Kane said, Hollywood pretending to be the bastion of moral superiority is an absolute joke because Hollywood is not by any stretch of the imagination. That from Dean Kane. I wonder if he's going to pack up and move to Georgia or another southern state. I remember seeing Dean Kane years ago in Nashville, Tennessee, as he was hanging out there a lot. In fact, at one time he was engaged to or had a very serious romance with country music singer Mindy McCready. And unfortunately, she died of a drug overdose or suicide years ago. But a beautiful young talent, a native of Florida, and Dean Kane and Mindy McCready, 10,000 Angel Singer, were together at that time 20-something years ago. A man in Florida has been arrested after stolen caskets have been found in a stolen rental truck. Stolen times stolen. Not good. David Ayers, a 39-year-old, has been arrested by Jacksonville police after he led officers on a brief chase in a stolen rider truck that was later found to be transporting three funeral caskets and other cargo. Now, good news here. The caskets were not occupied with tenants, and they were, I think, brand new caskets, but had stolen caskets in the back of this rider truck and... uh Luckily, he's been found, and this low life might be sentenced to hang out one of those caskets while in jail. That would be a good news story for the day. The University of Oklahoma president has announced that he will retire from that position, one that he took on just last year. James Gathigley, a former energy industry executive who came out of retirement to succeed David Boren as OU's president, said in a statement released over the weekend that he has advised the university's regents of his plans to retire once they have a transition plan in place. A little bit of surprise there. Gallagher's announcement comes after a bad year in Norman that included an investigation into accusations over sexual misconduct against his predecessor and a racist video of a white student in blackface that spread quickly on social media and led to tension on Oklahoma's campus. And that story coming from Norman as the head of the University of Oklahoma announcing that he's going to step out after just about a year on the job there in Norman. The U.S. Postal Service is going to honor the Mighty Mo, the battleship USS Missouri, with a forever stamp. And I've seen an illustration of this upcoming stamp, and it is awesome. Remember, this was the ship that was docked in Tokyo in the bay there right at the end of World War II. It's where the surrender with the Japanese happened on the deck of the USS Missouri Mighty Mo, And this stamp is going to be available very soon in honor of the 75th anniversary of the Mighty Mo's commissioning in 1944. A dedication ceremony will be held on June 11th at the Battleship Missouri Memorial in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. I think that's where the Mighty Mo is docked. I think it's a museum there. I don't know why they don't have that in St. Louis. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, it'd be kind of hard maybe to get it at the old man river, but the mighty Mo. In fact, about two years ago, I ran into a lady whose husband served on the Missouri and was at that surrender ceremony. And the great thing about the story is her husband was still alive. He lived in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I hope he's still alive today, but pretty cool connection there that her husband, cause I saw her at a world war two memorabilia show that I was attending in Biloxi. And I was talking to a fellow who had a whole bunch of World War II memorabilia. And she said, do you happen to have anything from the USS Missouri? Which was a little bit of an unusual question to ask. And the guy goes, well, I I, I think I've got something over here. 
And the lady just lit up. She collected stuff from the Mighty Moda to pass along to her husband. And I thought that was a great, great story. I need to find out if he's still alive. Uh, that would be a great guest to bring on. We love our greatest generation. And thank you again for all of you who served in our greatest generation in World War II and all of our veterans, of course. Final story here in our headlines from across Dixie. Hey, if you like the song Jambalaya that Hank Williams wrote, Hank Williams Sr., that is, well, unfortunately, it will not become one of Louisiana's official state songs. Republican Senator Norby Chabert of Terrebonne Parish introduced the legislation in Baton Rouge to make Hank Williams' classic one of the state songs of Louisiana. Louisiana already has two official state songs, Give Me Louisiana, which I've never heard, and You Are My Sunshine, written and sung by Jimmy Davis, who was a longtime governor in the Pelican State. And Alabama native Hank Williams released Jambalaya back in 1952 and was a best-selling record for 14 weeks. And it is a common song often played in the Pelican State, but for whatever reason, Shore Bayers, his fellow representatives there in Baton Rouge in the state legislature, just didn't want to get behind making Jambalaya on the Bayou from Hank Williams one of the Pelican State's official state songs. Maybe next year there in and and then making this alabama native who did spend some time in shreveport to his credit he was part of the louisiana hayride before i think he was even on the grand Ole opry hank williams the great hank williams song jambalaya not going to be in the repertoire of louisiana at least officially and that's a look at what's going on across dixie when we come back we will switch over from the news to the politics of the south in fact when we come back Jimmy Carter's in the news, a little, a little health scare for the former president. We'll let you know what that is when we come back. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day at approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. 
To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. We're glad to have you back here. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent and now our weekly look at all things politics in the South. And we start out with 94 year old former U.S. President Jimmy Carter in the news. He broke his hip Monday at his Georgia home when he fell while leaving to go turkey hunting. You can't make this up. He was treated in America's Georgia near his home in Plains and was recovering comfortably after successful surgery. His wife, of 73 years, Rosalind Carter was by his side, and in an indication to Carter that he was in good spirits, his main concern was that he had not reached his limit on turkeys with the shooting season ending this week. Hopefully, President Carter will get back out there and make it all happen. A son of the South who wants to follow Jimmy Carter's lead and become a Democratic contender for president in 2020 is in the news. Julian Castro of Texas He wants to make universal pre-K the focus of an education plan. Of course, he is a native of Texas and was in the Obama cabinet. And this plan, when veiled Monday, joins other 2020 candidates in calling for tuition-free higher education, universal pre-kindergarten, and raising teacher pay. When Castro was the mayor of San Antonio before heading to Washington, D.C., one of the things he was known for was expanding pre-kindergarten as a measure to help education programs through part of the city's sales tax to help fund that, and now looking to bring that kind of system to a national focus if elected as part of a universal pre-K focus of his education plan. We actually have reached out to the Castro campaign and have put in a request to interview him. It's going to be rather intriguing to find out if they even get back to me. I hope they do. They can at least tell me no What I don't want to have happen is Julian Castro to blow me off and blow us off, blow y'all off. We don't want that to happen. So hopefully we'll get some kind of response. And how cool would it be if he actually stops by the y'all show? And I don't I don't mind interviewing any of these political candidates in 2020, but I'd I'd rather have ones that have a connection to the South. And Castro is a native Texan. And I guess O'Rourke is a native Texan on the Democratic side. That might be about it. That just might, well, Elizabeth Warren grew up in Oklahoma. I guess we could throw her in here. If we're going to promote Southern candidates on the Democratic side, I'd rather them be on this show and and have our Southern candidates. I guess that also rules out President Trump coming on here since he's a darn Yankee. And he's a carpetbagger since he has that house at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. (laughs) But we like Trump, and we we wish him well, too. But, uh, yeah, let's see if Castro gets back with us. I'll let you know either way what happens there. Looking at the Democratic presidential nomination poll averages from Real Clear Politics, Castro's not even showing up in the leaders of this. He's got the Lindsey Graham effect going, if you'll remember back to 2016, when Lindsey Graham never even got to one in the poll averages joe biden according to real clear that he's got on the national average a 40.0 average right now 
And Bernie Sanders comes in at 16.3, followed by Elizabeth Warren at 8.3, Kamala Harris 7.5. And Mayor Pete, he's at 6.8. Those are your top five on the Democratic side right this very second, according to Real Clear Politics poll averages. The story there, Joe Biden with a commanding poll average. I know it's very early in the game, but you'd rather be in the catbird seat at this point, especially if you got a double the size lead of your nearest competitor. Pretty impressive for Joe Biden. Now to some state political news. The Black Caucus in Tennessee has called on House Speaker Glenn Casada to resign, and they've asked for this after a six-hour meeting, and the Speaker himself conceded there may be a problem with racism in Tennessee's House of Representatives. Now, Casada is facing scrutiny from Tennessee's lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, after a scandal involving a series of racist and misogynistic text messages were sent by his former chief of staff, some of which Casada was included on, and he's meeting with these fellow lawmakers, including the black lawmakers in the black caucus there in Nashville. More to come from Nashville in this developing story of House Speaker Glenn Casada. And our final political story of the day comes from Georgia as Governor Brian Kemp has signed legislation in Atlanta dissolving the Immigration Enforcement Review Board, and this board is tasked with investigating violations of immigration law. It was created eight years ago to investigate complaints about violations of state laws related to immigration. Civil rights groups said anti-immigration groups were using it as a tool of harassment, and Brian Kemp is seeing this board go away there, the Immigration Law Board there, Immigration Enforcement Review Board. It is kaput in the Peach State. That is a quick look at political happenings in the Southeast here on this Tuesday. When we come back, we'll tell you about the happenings over at y'all.com. Clark Shelton is the editor of the site. And boy, do they have some exciting stuff that you want to be in the know of. And Clark's going to tell you all about it when we talk to him next here on Y'all. Want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. (laughs) The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. 
You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl. Easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. We are. It's y'all talk with a southern accent, and here on y'all, we love to tell you what's all going on in the southeast. But specifically, we want to tell you what's going on with y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the south, and so much more. And from y'all.com, we welcome in the editor of the site, Clark Shelton, back to the y'all show. Hello, Clark. What's happening, John? Good to talk to you, sir. Hope you're doing well and getting another week off and going big time with y'all.com. We are. We uh, we, we, we are going to celebrate strawberries this week because we're uh, kind of at the end of the middle because we've got a little bit of cooler weather. Strawberry season has um, extended a little bit this year. Strawberries still looking good. Festivals are kind of wrapped up. A lot of the farms are still open, so... We're going to talk to you about how you can freeze them, how you can make jellies out of them, how to make homemade strawberry ice cream like Grandma used to make. Uh, a couple of articles on the benefits of strawberries. We'll talk about a farm in uh, Georgia that'll be closing and not going to be doing strawberries after 26 years after this year. Why? Uh, Want to spend more time with their family. Oh, man. So, cover that kind of thing. Um, tomorrow, we're actually going to – there's a video and an article about uh, – America's new best chef, according to James Beard. Uh, the folks over at Visit Raleigh sent us some stuff on uh, Chef Ashley Christensen, who owns five restaurants in Raleigh and is actually getting ready to open up another one. Pools be the most famous. Uh, people probably want to check that out. And uh, in Arkansas, they've announced that they have opened up a series of world-class mountain biking trails throughout the mountains there in Arkansas. Uh, we'll be also covering that. And then uh, on Wednesday, we're actually going to go back and take a look at this interview you did a couple of weeks ago with Lacey J. Dalton ah. and uh, get a little bit of research and got a little bit more background on that. Had no idea that not only was Willie Nelson involved with their Wild Horse Project, but so was Snoop Dogg. So I thought that was an interesting trio to be involved there. Yeah. Willie, Snoop Dogg, and Lacey J. Dalton. What a combination. <laughs> Snoop's not a bad guy. <laughs> so... Um, and I think Willie gets along with just about anybody. I think so, um, especially if he and yeah. Snoop are sharing something in common. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And they ain't did. strawberries. They're not yeah. over there loading up on strawberries, even though they should if they log on to y'all.com and read your great articles. Hey, I got to ask you real quick. You're a native of the yeah. natural state. When we talk about mountains in the state of Arkansas, are we kind of only talking about the Ozarks, or do y'all consider other mountain ranges? By technicality, I'm from central Arkansas, BB, 
Yeah. Which is a little bitty town right between Searcy and Conway and Little Rock and Heber Springs. Never heard of but, any I of mean, them. We had, a big, we had a big farm and had mountains right out in front. So the mountain ranges there extend quite a bit um, until you get into southern Arkansas, obviously, where it flattens out a lot more. And that's sure. where you get your rice fields and stuff in there. But but uh, the mountain ranges there are pretty uh, – it's pretty extensive anywhere from central Arkansas going north. Okay, but it's so, not exactly the same range because down – down toward no. Texarkana, that's what the Washita River and all that area. You've got some yep. mountain type stuff in that area. Of course, Hot Springs has its own look and feel. And well, yep. I won't call it a mountain range, but if anybody knows anything about Arkansas's topography, there's something called Crowley's Ridge. <laughs> it's got <laughs> yeah, it's no, kind of like is. a mountain. It's got to like a yeah, mountain over no, on there's east. A, uh, I, I'm still. I have to reach back a little bit, but I remember as a kid going to Dog Patch, USA. Uh-huh. Which was this little amusement center that sat right there in Eureka Springs, oh, which okay. is a very mountainous area. And then we go to visit my godparents in Russellville, and I still to this day I remember we passed Yarnell's ice cream, the Atkins pickle plant, and somebody had on the right hand side going there. Is how I remember it because you knew you were getting close to my godparents' house because there was a great big huge sheet basically. That was hung on the side of a ridge that said "Woo Pig Suey Go Hogs" with the, with the, with the the Arkansas Razorback in the center of it. Okay. So, um, yeah, there you go. There's 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 a little throwback there for you. <laughs> so, you're, are you trying to tell me there's a lot of Razorback fans in Arkansas? There are, there are. Okay, bless their hearts. They they they, they hold on tight. Uh, <laughs> well, had, hadn't been good. Yeah, we understand. I go, that. you know, I come back from the old Southwest Conference days. I understand. So, I understand. Well, when it was just us and the whole state of Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Arkansas got too big for their britches and decided to go to the SEC and kind of ruined the whole um, Southwest yeah. Conference. And Texas decided to go to the Big Twelve and Conference USA and whatever and whatever whatever. I, conferences don't mean a whole lot anymore. That's I think right. The Big Ten's got fourteen teams now. You know. Yeah, you're right. And the Big Twelve has the Big Twelve has ten teams. Well, yeah. you know what yeah. does matter? It's y'all dot com and Clark Shelton is without a doubt the hardest working man in Dixie with all the stuff he's got up at y'all dot com and and got more coming. Now, some of the yeah. articles, if I if you log on right now, you're gonna see some wonderful stuff that you've already got up there about strawberries. You've got ten very good strawberry facts, an article up there right now. Also, you have the article Festivals in the South for the month of may now each thursday here on the y'all show we actually highlight festivals from throughout the south and because of your great work clark shelton we are going to Uh this thursday we're going to go to springfield missouri and from there they're going to have the june bug jamboree coming up in a few weeks and you and your story there at y'all.com caught my attention and we reached out to the june bug festival and we're going to do a little feature of this event in springfield missouri that comes up may 31st and june 1st and that'll be on thursday's y'all show so maybe you can call some good stuff from that interview and make a bigger feature on the june bug jamboree which by the way isn't about bugs it's got something to do with volkswagens which i bet you somewhere you're correct it used to be called volks fest okay so that's not you you can understand why they changed the name (laughs) no i I really can't because volks in german means peoples so it's a the people's fest Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's just a little bit hard to roll off the tongue there. Ah, okay. But, uh, well, this year's event but, is uh, the yeah, 20th. Yeah, that one caught my eye just like the pickle festival you found last week, month. And, okay. and, you know, we try to go out and try to find unique things. We do a separate article every month. 
um, that y'all can find um, on just music festivals. Like we listed 20 music festivals going on this month around the South. So those are kind of things, you know, hopefully somebody kind of like uh, on Thursday will actually be doing an article. Asheville's got a nine-day what they call beer week. Now, make sure you clar- clarify the problem with Asheville is it sounds too much like Nashville. So it's Asheville with no, a. Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yep. And uh, their beer week will start here in a couple of weeks, but it's actually a nine-day festival celebrating all things beer. So uh, we'll be covering that this week. Like, uh, so there's another festival that we didn't have necessarily listed on the books. We kind of got a little bit deeper, and we reached out to folks at Asheville, and they were nice enough to send us some stuff on it. So, Clark, how does one cover the Asheville Beer Fest? Does that mean you get to go there in person and sample? I, you know, if, if I if, if, if I could talk the, uh, the powers that be in this company, there'd be a lot of beer festivals I'd be attending. But so far, that hasn't quite hit yet. Well, that's um, very important I journalism. I think that's in future. I think that's in future plans. I believe well, down the road well, where that, y'all want to send me to all the beer and the whiskey and the festivals. Okay, well, and uh, we'll make we can happen. take other parties and send them to the wine festivals. I mm-hmm. got nothing to do with that. So I couldn't tell you what an oak finish is as if you described it to me. All right, but uh, Clark, I got whiskey, bourbon, and whiskey, bourbon, and beer. I got down fine. Uh, pretty good combination. Clark Shelton's our special guest here on the Y'all Show. He's the editor at Y'all dot com. Uh-huh. We encourage everybody to go there and see the great work that clark and others are putting up each and every day it's the ultimate guide to the south y'all.com and in addition to the great articles that you see there at y'all.com we also link the y'all show there each and every day so you can listen to our show plus clark tell us a little bit to the listeners about some of the links besides what's on the website y'all has an instagram presence plus i think it's on facebook as well so why do people need to like us on all these social media platforms because when we put something new up it's the easiest way in the world to know that we put something new up um you know and then we also highlight the week over the weekends that's a great way to find out if you missed something if there was something of interest that we put up a recipe an event um or just an article um, actually on Friday, we're doing the second part of a series. I started last month and just getting around to getting the second part done, but it's going to be a four or five part series on classic Southern architecture. And, uh, this one, I'm, I'm finishing getting the little last little pieces together, but this one's going to explain to folks why, um, the mansions, the old Southern mansions were built the way they were. There's a, there's a method behind the madness. I don't want to give away the secret because I want y'all to read it. But that'll be out on Friday. But the easiest way to keep up with the things that we're doing um, is, you know, by watching social media and having us in your feed and just having it pop up and go, oh, yeah. Otherwise, just go visit us every morning. That's right. And again, to remind the folks, we are on Instagram. Also, y'all has a Facebook, Facebook. page. It's y'all.com on Facebook. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's y'all magazine. That is correct. So want to make sure y'all are in touch with y'all. Get in touch with your inner y'all. That's what we're trying to do here, Clark. It's it's a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Clark, that will give us a good kind of glancing over of what all's on y'all.com this very week. You got to go on there and check out all this great work. Plus, if you see something you like, and I bet you you're going to like it all. But let's say you're going to at least, I guarantee you're going to like 95% of what you see on there. Would you please, uh, I'm going to go ahead and raise that to 99%. You're going to like 99% of what you see at y'all.com. And please do us a favor and 
we're asking you to share it. Let everybody else know out there, your friends, your family, your, even your enemies, some of these great articles, and get them to start liking us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and more, because we want to we want to just get bigger and bigger and bigger every day, every week. Clark, thank you for coming on, and we look forward to catching up with you again next week, sir. Appreciate it, John. Y'all have a great day. All right. Clark Shelton, editor, y'all.com. When we come back in hour two, hey, Clark was just picking on the Southwest Conference of yesteryear. The Texas Longhorns, now members of the Big 12, we're going to talk a little Longhorns football. We're going to go listen in to our sister program, Longhorn Blitz, in the next hour and find out what's going on on the 40 Acres. That plus a little other Big 12 news in our sports land yap. Plus, we've got the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Herman's dropping by. We're going to talk about crock pots and we're going to talk about wood, the kind of wood you need when you go out in the backyard and start grilling. All that in hour two of today's Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval... You could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. This is y'all. This is the show all about the South, and we're glad that you could join us, and we want you to hit us up here on the All Southern Program. Our number is 803-816-1170. Text or call that number 24-7, 803-816-1170. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at y'all show. Our website, y'all.com. We're glad that you could take some time for another hour of y'all coming up, we've got the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue dropping by for another delicious report. There ain't no telling what he's going to talk about, but I know actually I got the cliff notes before we started this hour of what he might be talking about. It's got something to do with cooking indoors, specifically crock pots. So if you had that crock pot sitting over there in the corner and you haven't put it to good use lately, the barrister is going to tell us how you can take that crock pot and fire it up and serve some delicious barbecue. Yeah, I had no idea that's even possible, but he's going to tell you exactly how to pull that off. 
Plus, we'll talk to him about different types of wood used for barbecuing. So all that coming up later this hour. Want to remind you that on Wednesdays, y'all, we'll have an ACC report and a special guest is going to be joining us instead of Jonathan Lifehite this week. We've got it scheduled to talk to David Hale of ESPN.com. He covers the Atlantic Coast Conference. David Hale will be joining us for a discussion of ACC football and basketball. Hale with ESPN. That's coming up on Wednesday. Plus, we'll have the latest in music from Precious Harris. She's our go-to gal for all things country music. The Nashville Music Line coming your way on Thursday. Plus, later this week, as we told you in hour one, we're going to be talking about the June Bug Jamboree taking place in Springfield, Missouri, coming up at the end of the month. This is a 25th annual June Bug Jamboree that has something to do with Volkswagens, and we'll have a special guest to tell us about that. And we'll talk a lot of SEC baseball on Thursday, too. So that's just a little preview of what all's coming up here on the Y'all Show. Well, right now on Y'all, speaking of little sports like college baseball, let's talk a little sports lanya where we dive into all kinds of sports here on this Tuesday edition of Y'all. And we start out with some news from the major leagues. The Shy Sox are in the news for a bad reason. Two of Chicago's pitchers, Carlos Rodon and Nate Jones, are going to miss the entire rest of the 2019 season with arm injuries, and that will leave the Chicago White Sox rebuilding without two of their key pitchers. Rodon is scheduled for an elbow ligament replacement surgery on Wednesday, and he's a left-hander who was selected by Chicago with the number three overall pick back in 2014. And the other pitcher is Jones. He had surgery on Monday to repair a flexor mass tear in his right throwing arm. He's a 33-year-old struggling with injuries since he had a 2.29 ERA and 71 appearances back in 2016. Now, both of these Chicago White Sox pitchers have connections to the South. Rodon, Carlos, that is, is a native of Florida, and he actually played collegiately at NC State as he attended before going to NC State, Holly Springs High School in Holly Springs, North Carolina, although born in Miami, ended up in the Old North State, played with the Wolfpack for a couple of years before taking in the 16th round of the 2011 Major League Baseball draft, uh, then ended up playing at NC State, deciding to forego that opportunity to play with the Brewers, and then ended up playing for the for the Wolfpack for a few years before going into the professional ranks, making his major league debut in 2015. And he's been with the White Sox organization all these years. Now, Nate Jones is from Kentucky. He starred at Pendleton County High School in Falmouth, Kentucky, went undrafted out of high school, chose to be a Norse. He went to Northern Kentucky University near Florence, Kentucky, and then ended up being drafted in the fifth round by the White Sox in the 2007 Major League Baseball draft. And this native Kentuckian, as well as his fellow White Sox pitcher now out for the rest of 2019 with injury. We wish them all the best in their recovery process. Sad news from the NFL ranks as former head football coach in the NFL, Gunther Cunningham, died over the weekend after a brief illness. He was actually born in Munich, Germany, just after World War II to a German mother and a GI father, came to America, quickly learned the game of football, And he came to America not speaking any English at the time, but learned the sport of football. And he died this week at the age of 72. Now, his coaching resume includes time spent with the with the Hogs. He was with Arkansas back in 1972 as a defensive line coach. 
and really that was his only stint in the deep south now he did spend some time with the titans back in 2001 2003 as an assistant head coach and linebackers coach but he'd been more known in the last few years as a head football coach as he was with the kansas city chiefs for a while as the head coach there and that was only for two years 1999 and 2000 but he was a long time coach on the assistant level in the nfl gunther cunningham dead at the age of 72 now to the nba and the west finals begin tonight as the trailblazers blaze a trail to oakland for a series that starts with game one against the golden state warriors that tips off at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, tonight televised on ESPN. On Wednesday night, you've got the Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks beginning their series in Milwaukee. That's set for an 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 tip on Wednesday on TNT. But the final four of the NBA set here as the season winds down. More basketball news, this from the college basketball front. And we told you on Monday's Y'all Show about a big pickup for Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers as they got a graduate transfer to head to the Bluff City from the Little Rock Trojans. Now, more big news for Hardaway and the Tigers as they've landed their third impact recruit in a four-day span as Monday night, a top 40 recruit named Rajon Boogie Ellis committed to play for the U of M. He originally committed to the Duke Blue Devils back in November but was released from his letter of intent to the Blue Devils on May 2nd. And just one week later, he took a visit to Memphis, which emerged as the frontrunner shortly after his deep commitment from the Blue Devils. But Boogie Ellis, who is from Mission Bay High School in California and one of the five best uncommitted seniors in college basketball's 2019 class, making his pledge to the Memphis Tigers. And all I can say to all those Tiger High fans out there is uh, go Tigers go. The talent's getting big and big and better for Penny Hardaway and the U of M. All right, here's a coach that spent some time coaching the Big 12's West Virginia Mountaineers, which were certainly not in the Big 12 when he coached there. I think they were Big East at the time. But former West Virginia Mountaineer head coach turned Michigan Wolverine head coach John Beline is leaving the Big Ten program after a dozen seasons to become the Cleveland Cavaliers coach. And he's received a five-year deal to coach the Cavs. So going from the college ranks to the NBA ranks, I wonder what this says. Uh, He sent a release out on Twitter saying he thanks everyone at the University of Michigan for their incredible support the last 12 years. To the fans, alums, leaders, players, and students, they were amazing. It's been a heck of a ride, and I hope you enjoyed our teams and staff as much as I did. Go Blue forever. That from John Beline of Michigan, now the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I guess the 66-year-old is improving with this opportunity to to head off and be a coach on the NBA front. But uh, we wish him well. Again, spent some time with the Mountaineers before going off to Michigan a dozen years ago. Speaking of the Nears, Geno Smith, probably the biggest name at quarterback besides Will Greer. And I'll have to say Geno was a bigger deal than Greer was because Greer uh, was a transfer, for one, coming from Florida to Morgantown. But Geno Smith, I think he was coaching there or, or playing there when – West Virginia really had a chance to win a national championship. I think I'm right on that. It's been a couple of years. But the former WVU quarterback is now expected to sign with the Seattle Seahawks. 
the Seahawks will be his fourth team in four seasons if this indeed goes down. He'll compete with former Denver Broncos first-round pick Paxton Lynch, oddly enough, from the Memphis Tigers, for the backup job behind starter Russell Wilson. And if the Seahawks add another quarterback to their competition, that would be good news. Lynch was the only veteran option behind Wilson in the past. And undrafted free agent Taron Christian was Seattle's other quarterback under contract, but he was waived earlier this week. But Geno Smith, who's backed up Phillip Rivers with the Chargers in the past, hopes to become Seattle's backup quarterback behind Russell Wilson in the 2019 season. And again, he played for West by God, Virginia in the past. He also professionally played with the New York Giants where he backed up Eli Manning in 2017. And he's, again, he's finding a way to stay on rosters. That's good news for Geno Smith fans out there, but I'm sure Smith wants to get a little PT. That would be playing time a lot more than what he's been getting as a backup. But he still makes the money. He's 28 years old and he's making that dough. And it's not bad, even as a backup quarterback in the NFL these days. Way to go, Geno. Good luck if you are indeed part of the Seahawks roster in 2019. Now to college football and the Florida Gators and the Texas Longhorns have agreed to a non-conference home-and-home football series. It's going to be a few years down the road. It's going to be in the years 2030 and 2031. The agreement announced by the schools at the end of last week. Texas will travel to Gainesville to meet Florida on September 7th of 2030. Go ahead and put that in your iPhone. The Gators will return the favor. They'll head to the 40 Acres on September 6th of 2031. And the two power programs have met just three times throughout history. The last time Texas and Florida got together was 1940, before Pearl Harbor, believe it or not. And that's kind of hard to believe because I just remember just a few years ago, Texas went all the way to Orlando to open up UCF's football stadium about seven years ago. I think it was Texas played the Knights. And that was very strange to see this historic program in UT going to play a team that at that time might have still been a part of Conference USA. (laughs) That's, That's how crazy that matchup was when they originally booked it. Texas also has added a home and home series with Arizona State. In 2032 and 2033, they're going to go to Tempe on September 11th of 2032, and then they'll play in Austin in September of 2033. And these programs actually have never met in the regular season. They've only played once, the 2007 Holiday Bowl. Now, more future Texas Longhorns scheduling news for you. Texas has canceled two of their three previously scheduled games with the South Florida Bulls. Games scheduled for 2022 and 2024 are off the books. They will keep a September 5th, 2020 game in a game scheduled in Austin with the Bulls. And oddly enough, South Florida coached by former Texas head coach Charlie Strong, who was at the school for three years before being fired following the 2016 season. Texas will pay South Florida $1.9 million as a result of the cancellations. Other schedule info for Texas while we're doing the housekeeping on all things Longhorns for you here on today's y'all show. The Horns will have home games against a couple of in-state teams. The UTEP Miners will be coming to Austin on September 19th next year. And in 2022, the Roadrunners of Texas San Antonio will be going to Austin, I think, for their first appearance. So Texas Austin playing Texas El Paso and Texas San Antonio in the next couple of years. 
The Horns also have a 2024 date scheduled with the Colorado State Rams. That's your Texas Longhorn scheduling info here on this Tuesday, y'all. Now, we're not done talking Texas. Hope you don't mind. We don't get to talk about the Horns enough. Well, frankly, let's be honest. Texas has been, and, and this is good news while we're talking about future Texas schedules. Hey, Horns fans, did you just catch that I did not tell you that Texas is going to be playing Maryland anywhere in the near future? Maryland, somehow, some way, has found a way to beat the Texas Longhorns the last two times they've played this past year and then the year before that in the opener in Austin, which really knocked the horns off their feet and kept them out of the national championship picture, basically. I know in 2018, Texas probably could have backed in maybe with a win in the Big 12 championship game, but they lost that to Oklahoma. Anyway, it didn't matter, but they did beat OU in the regular season game to their credit. But the Horns, they've really, really been improving under Tom Herman. And that says a lot, again, because it was just two years ago, starting the season against the Maryland Terps, they lost that game in Austin. The 2017 season was, for the most part, forgettable. 2018, even though they started off on the wrong foot, losing to the Terps in a game played at the home of the Redskins, just outside of Washington, D.C., they rebounded. They got that big win in the Red River shootout, and then they were able to coast their way through the Big 12 season for the most part. I think the only loss they had was to West Virginia. Will Greer, I think. I think that was the only regular season loss they had. They may have had another one. I don't remember that Greer win by WVU was so big. But – they made it to the Big 12 championship game in Arlington, and they, they lost to the Sooners in that one. And a, a very good season. Then they went on and won their bowl game. Whipping up on the Georgia Bulldogs, oh, by the way, in the 2019 All-State Sugar Bowl. So a 2018, a, a very good year, and the Horns looking to build on that in the 2019 season. Well, here at the Y'all Show, we have a sister program that we've been a part of for many years. It's called Longhorn Blitz. It's syndicated across the state of Texas. And our friends Jeff Howe and Matt Butler co-host that alongside a great defensive playmaker for the Longhorns during the Mac Brown era. And that's Rod Babers. Rod went on from Austin to play a number of years, both in the NFL and the CFL. And those three get together each week in Austin and record the Longhorn Blitz, and we are glad to distribute that throughout Texas. And we're going to go listen in to their most recent episode where they talked about recruiting in terms of Texas football and the improvement Tom Herman's making and more Texas football news. Let's spy on what's going on on the 40 Acres with the Longhorn Blitz host. There's a lot going on here, man. There's a lot. That, yeah. that, that upgrade, that's, I don't know if Tom Herman's in that office, but he's like, hey, man, we need it. I know you got a lot to worry about, but this football is what needs to be in the top priority. Like, we got to upgrade these facilities right yeah. now because everybody else that's is doing what, it. I, to tie all that in together, right, Chris Del Conte said something in that press conference Saturday that stuck with me, and he was talking about, you know, the Moncrief complex self was built for Daryl Royal, and the major overhaul it got was while John Makovic was coach, and Mac did some things to renovate it up until now where Tom Herman redid the weight room and you know we're going to smash renovation but he said you know we talk about and i'm paraphrasing here he said we talk about texas wanting the best deserving the best but you look at the history of just this building were we really committed to winning Mm -hmm. and 
I think that dose of reality really hits home for a lot of Texas fans. And you say, you know, when you look at what TCU put into their facilities and what yeah. Baylor did, and even what Iowa State's done, what Oklahoma State's done, what even Kansas Teams on the football side Teams has done. Less. Yeah. With less money. Because I know Kansas went in and said, look, we're not going to have a stadium as nice as Oklahoma or Texas, but we can have facilities on par with what they do. And you look at where Texas stood in the conference, yeah, you really have to ask yourself, really in that era where it started to fall off and – uh, it's more complex and more nuanced than this, but yes, it is. had it not been for Colt McCoy and Will Muschamp, the downfall probably happens earlier mm-hmm. than 2010. Yeah. But you start looking where everybody, like I said, was just kind of resting on their laurels. Were you really committed to winning or just as long as you were finishing number one in the bank every year, was that just kind of good enough? Remember with Mac Brown, though, and as I said, this is like you you were very astute in your point that it's so nuanced, so it's not just one thing you can point out. It's almost like ge- a geopolitical discussion where Mac Brown was against the arms race. Mm-hmm. You know, he said it for years and we didn't really pay attention to him, but he said, I don't want this to become a thing where, you know, only the haves, um, they go all in and they, you know, can boost their support staff and go all in their facilities. Then the have nots are left out in the cold and they got no shot at all. He does. He didn't want to widen that gap. I think he was fighting a losing fight. I think he was fighting, you know what I mean? It was, it was futile. Mm-hmm. It was, you know what I mean? It didn't really matter. I was like, Mac, this is, this is the way it's going. I think Mac was trying to, he, he was trying to help out the the have-nots a little bit more. But I remember him several times stating that and he wasn't about that. And he was he was actually on board for a snitching on fellow coaches who were cheating yeah. to try to, you know what I mean, to, to try to upgrade and try to, uh, try to, you know, try to skirt the rules and try to find some way around the NCAA rules in, in recruiting and stuff like that so Mac I don't know I, I mean I think he had a he had a just cause but you couldn't fight that but that hurt Texas is my point because his well, stands he, hurt Texas because right. he didn't want Texas to try to they, Texas should have been ahead of Alabama and Georgia and Clemson and Ohio State in building support staff hell everybody wants to live in Austin you're talking about the, the, the arguably the most popular city in the country you're talking about you know what I mean where uh, I think it's the fastest growing city in like the country every year since like 99 year, it has Everybody wants to live here because they got a tech boom, they got a movie boom, they got a music culture, they got a food culture, everything. And Mac, he would use that in recruiting, but use that wouldn't use that in recruiting of student athletes, but wouldn't use that in recruiting of coaches and support staff. And it's like Mac, they all want to come to Texas, man. And he fought against that almost, almost subconsciously. And while he was bit, fighting against, while he was fighting against it, do you know what happened? Everybody the have not said screw it, and they became the halves. Yeah, well, and Oklahoma then, State boom pick and said, you know what, screw it, we'll just dump all kinds of money into our facilities. Oklahoma State wins a Big 12 title. Baylor has as many Big 12 titles in the last 20 years as Texas does. Well, hell, if you look at Big 12 titles, you have have 12 with Oklahoma. The rest of the Big 12 conference has eight. Like, that's what's left. If you want to count in Nebraska, Colorado, and A&M, it's 12 to 12. All righty, wrapping up our sports lanyap here on this Tuesday edition. And that from our sister program for Texas Longhorn fans, Longhorn Blitz. And that were your hosts, Matt Butler. Also, Jeff Howe of Horns247.com and former Texas defensive back Rod Babers, who went on from Austin to play in a couple of different setups in both the NFL and the CFL. Those three get together and do a wonderful job from Austin each and every week. Check it out. If you happen to have a smartphone, just go on and search for Longhorn Blitz and subscribe. It's a great show. Those three do a wonderful job each and every week of bringing the Burn orange bent to all things college football. Longhorn Blitz, our sister program here. 
part of the CRM Sports Network, that show is, and we're glad to have it here on today's Y'all Show. When we come back, we're going to put not the burnt orange, but the non-burnt element to cooking with Matt Hermans. He is the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, and he'll be burning up some good information for us, and we can't wait to share it with you when we have our spotlight on grilling and barbecue and much, much more. That's headed your way next on Y'all. Blue Star medicated ointment works fast to relieve the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. It's amazing. It's like as soon as you put it on, you can feel it working. We've had Blue Star in the family for years. It works on everything. I love the cooling sensation on my athlete's foot. What a relief for my eczema. Nothing worked on my dry, cracked skin until I tried Blue Star. Blue Star is great for scalp itch. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. We got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know we're just catching a little groove before the show We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party A tailgate buzz just a sipping on suds Ain't ever too early To light one up, fill up your cup Cause I ain't no party like Continuing on with more talk with a southern accent, this is y'all. I'm John. We're glad to have you back here. And on Tuesdays at this spot, we bring on the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans. Hello, 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 Mr. Hermans. Hello, Mr. Raw. Been waiting all week to do this. I cannot wait. <laughs> Well, wait no more. In fact, I don't know if you were able to tune in a few minutes ago, but we were 
kind of talking about the Big 12. And before we get to some barbecue talk with you, we had a listen in on our sister program for Longhorn fans, Longhorn Blitz. And Matt, I know you kind of keep your eye on all things college football, including the Big 12. Your thoughts on Texas, kind of what they did last year, but more importantly, what are the Longhorns going to be doing this year in your opinion? Oh, I, I have, uh, I wouldn't say high hopes personally, but I would say, uh, I would expect, uh, the Texas Longhorns to build off the season they had before. Um, of course, their bowl win was, uh, was a big deal. And, uh, you know, I think Tom Herman is the ex coach. Um, I think, I think he was a great hire. I wasn't, uh, wasn't so keen on some of the earlier hires that they made, but, uh, being a member of a rival institution that was uh, just fine with me. So, but at the end of the day, I think uh, I think Tom Herman's the like coach. I think last year, particularly towards the end of the year, you could kind of see what uh, what was going to be building there. And I, I would look, I would actually look for the Texas Longhorns to uh, maybe challenge for the Big Twelve title this next year. Uh, in my opinion. All right, so you you said I guess your your Matt Herman's early projection: Texas and Oklahoma back at it again. That would be the early prediction. I know that's going out on a limb, right? Texas and Oklahoma, but uh, I'd say the Texas side of it is kind of going out on a limb. They have not uh, not been in that same category for a while, but I think this next year is the year that uh, that they probably get right back into the mix, and it's probably sunny skies moving forward uh, based on what uh, Coach Herman has been able to do on the recruiting trail, and you see the kind of team he's building over there. So if I'm a Longhorn fan, and I'm not, but if I was, I would be uh, I'd be feeling pretty good at the moment. Yeah. Is Erlinger still their quarterback for this year? I just know in college football we have so many departures with quarterbacks and stuff. Uh, Sam Ellinger, yeah, he should be back. Okay. Uh, I think he's a heck of a player. All right. Well, again, if you are just now tuning in and you like the horns or you hate the horns and you want to know more about them, we encourage you to rewind this show back to the early part of this hour and our listen in on our sister show out of Austin, Longhorn Blitz. Matt, I am no doctor, although I'm the doctor of all things Southern, but medically I'm no doctor and I detect a little bit of change in your voice. What's going on, sir? Can I send you some meds? Uh, I've been attacked by the, uh, springtime allergy monster and uh i'm struggling through but you know what uh with all the uh all the flowers blooming and all the springtime green you know hey it's uh it's just the way it goes just the way it goes yeah so uh, i'll be i'll be okay don't worry too much about me joe well i wasn't sure if you're going to be packing up and moving to arizona soon (laughs) no no uh I'm, i'm not uh I know some people love that desert life. I, I tend to like uh, the greenery, and uh, you know I put up with some allergies this time of year, yeah. like a lot of us do. But uh, no, no desert life for me. I need the I need the moisture to keep my skin soft and stuff. All right. Well, that brings the question, Mister Barrister. So you're having a little hard time, like a lot of folks across the South have this time of year with the allergies and such. Maybe they don't want to go out in the thick of the summertime with all the heat. What can you offer from a barbecue and grilling perspective of what you can pull off indoors? What What is your best advice on all that? Well, uh, the answer is pretty pretty straightforward, John. You're not going to be able to barbecue anything indoors, but and since I'm a stickler and since I'm a purist, 
you know, barbecue requires a fire and that requires being outside. But I will tell you this, if you are uh, just in a pinch and you don't want to go outside in my neck of the woods, it has been raining and raining and raining. So uh, sometimes there's just uh, weather reasons you can't get out there and fire the pit up. Uh, you can always do a, a pork shoulder, a pork butt in a crock pot. That is, uh, that's not bad in a pitch. I had no idea. Uh, so a crock pot, in addition to just making it simple, when you want to make things with veggies, you can do barbecue in a crock pot. How about that? Yes, you can. Well, you can put a, you can do a crock pot pork butt, and uh, there's all kinds of different recipes, a little bit of Coke, a little bit of ginger ale. Uh, Coca-Cola? Uh, yes. yes, sir. Okay. Coke yeah, and bar- uh, is Coke not something you do on the outside process? Well, if you're gonna do a if you're gonna do a pork butt in a uh, in a crock pot, you got to have some liquid in there. Uh, so typically, I say typically, they're different recipes, but a lot of recipes for a a crock pot pork butt uh, call for some Coca Cola. The, uh, the carbonation in there tends to kind of break the, the meat down over time. And you're going to cook it for a long, long time. So once you're done, uh, you know, that Coke can make kind of a nice little base for a sauce or a tasty uh, broth, if you will. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's not, uh, not real barbecue because there's no fire involved, of course. But, hey, you know what? Uh, a crock pot pork shoulder could be pretty dang tasty if that's the only thing you can do especially if you're being deluged by uh, by flooding and maybe uh, flowers are just beating you in the face like <laughs> they have been to, you know, recently for me. Yeah, I, I, we feel your pain. And when you talk about uh, pork shoulder, uh, this, this does not have a bone in it, right? It does, yeah. Most oh, it does. Time, most of the time, your butt, yeah. You're, you're, and when I say, uh, yeah, we're talking about the butt generally. There, there, are, there is a picnic which is the other part of the shoulder, but generally what you're going to find in the store is a Boston butt. It's going to have a little bone in it, a little shoulder blade bone. And, and the, the, uh, the nice thing about it, it's kind of a doneness measure. So if you're, you got your pork shoulder in the crock pot because you don't want to go outside, uh, once that bone starts to get loose, you can move it and pull it out, it's, it's, it's done. So it's even better than the little turk, uh, the pop-up turkey deal. So, uh, yeah, it's going to have a bone in it. There is such thing as a boneless Boston butt, but those are more rare. You don't see those very often. Uh, okay. Now, in terms of the equipment needed to pull off such a feat, an indoor barbecue option using a crock pot, I know most people probably have somewhere in their pantry the crock pot that's about the size of a Nerf football. That probably is not quite big enough because i know they make crock pots that are a lot bigger you probably are going to tell yeah. me we kind of need the bigger crock pot yeah you need a bigger crock pot or a or a much smaller uh pork shoulder so there are small there are different sizes of uh of butts if you're going to look you know you don't uh, some people like big butts they cannot lie but other people like uh that would be me. <clears throat> that's right so uh, at your local grocery store, they're probably going to have uh, different sizes, maybe all the way down seven pounds up to eleven or twelve pounds. So you get a smaller one and uh, put it in your your decent sized crock pot, and uh, you should be able to fit it in there. I don't know how small the crock pots go. I probably have one of the bigger ones. Uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise! 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, she, the wife, that's uh, kind of my wife's uh, deal. If we're going to cook inside, that's her thing. If we're going to cook outside, that's uh, my thing. So, secret to a happy marriage right there. I like that. That's right. Right. And never the two shall meet. Well, right. I had a lady who was very near and dear to me who kind of was my second mother, and she always nagged me john you need to use your crock pot you just need to use the crock pot well never did she say we could pull off barbecue in a crock pot so hp i'm kind of mad at you even though you've been deceased for more than 10 years now (laughs) yes there is a there is a reasonable facsimile to be produced in a crock pot that's true all right so boston butt you can find that what is the average length of cooking via a crock pot when you do barbecue oh it's going to take you time uh it, it really depends on how hot the crock pot is going to be it really depends on what size pork shoulder is basically it has to do with temperature so um, if you're going to cook at 300 which i would say is kind of a normal temperature for a crock pot uh it may be uh you know you may go 30 to 45 minutes pound on on a shoulder until it starts falling apart uh, so that's probably a good general rule uh, but the larger the the larger the butt, the longer it's going to take. Uh, a lot of times, people will do it overnight. That's not a bad way to do it. Um, you put it on very low and just let it roll overnight. Pull that bone out in the morning, and uh, you'll be ready to go the next day. Well, there you have it. In case you're using the excuse, "Honey, I just can't go out in the yard and and cook up barbecue today. I'm sick, like the barrister is." or you don't want to have to swat flies all day and or the heat or the rain, you now know, thanks to Matt Herman's barbecue barrister extraordinaire, you can pull off a barbecue, and it may not be quite the same, but it's still going to be yummy right there sitting by your Lazy Boy. Pretty cool option. When we come back on the Y'all Show, hey, in case you can't, uh, you just can't stay inside and do it via the Crock-Pot, We're going to go back to the old-fashioned way when we return after the break. Cooking outdoors, specifically, we're going to talk to the barrister about barbecue cooking woods. I know he's got something to say about oak and hickory and cherry and pecan, and we'll have his take on all that after the break. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowner's insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you have a cute little reading nook for those rainy days when you want to curl up with a good book, but you don't even read, so you just sit in there during thunderstorms and scroll through memes on your phone and laugh in the darkness. (laughs) 
The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the dark, meme-filled corner you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl. Easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. For the final segment of today's Y'all on this Tuesday, we're the show that talks about the South. It might be the news of the region. It might be the weather, as we've talked about way too often here lately. Could be a little political news, business news, sports news, music news. And when we're fortunate enough to bring on this guy, we talk a little barbecue and grilling with the barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans. We're back now for our final segment here on this day's show. Matt, if we're able to sneak outside and fire up the old grill, we have the big dilemma. And in addition to trying to figure out exactly what we're going to fire up and cook, we got to know what kind of wood to use when we're cooking. And I think the most common options are oak, hickory, cherry, and pecan. Am I missing something? Are those your, your standard four? Um, peach is, is popular. Okay. And then uh, certain parts of... Uh, certain parts of the region, uh, some people will use mesquite, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's there are other woods, but those are probably that's probably a good little lineup, absolutely. All right, re- recapping: you added peach and mesquite, and then you've got oak, hickory, cherry, and pecan or pecan. Yes. So, are these readily available all over the region? All six types? Yeah, but typically you're going to be able to find uh, hickory everywhere. Hickory is a very, very obviously a very popular kind of the uh, um, you know poster child for for southern barbecue. You're going to find hickory anywhere. You're probably going to find pecan a lot of places. Um, oak is very common as well, and the cherry wood is is fairly common. Peach in a lot of areas you're going to be able to find uh, that as well. Um, and each wood has its own kind of uh, each wood has its own personality. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, any one of those, there's some more. There's some rare woods out there. There's orange wood. There's grapefruit wood. There's, but these are these are more difficult to find. The things we've talked about from from hickory to cherry, pecan, even peach wood, you're going to be able to find that at a barbecue store or even a, maybe a, a big box type place. 
Apple is another one that's very common. Oh, okay. Apple is, is extremely common, yeah. Well, let me ask you this question, kind of channeling our inner arbor spirit here on today's y'all show so when we talk about these types of trees these are the the real mccoys these trees were a living breathing pecan tree and or a cherry tree that somebody chopped down to carve up into wood that's right that's right they are they are uh, aged and dried out so generally uh you are not going to use a green wood to smoke although we've talked about we won't get off on a tangent. We've talked about uh, a particular uh, barbecue place in uh, Memphis that uses green hickory wood. But uh, at the end of the day, you're not going to use any type of wet or moist wood. Anytime you buy wood to smoke with, it's going to have it's going to have been dried out. Uh, but yeah, each one cherries from a cherry tree, hickories from a hickory tree, pecan, pecan tree, and and on down the line. Exactly. So, are there particular, I guess timber companies that specialize in having these types of wood specifically for barbecue meaning they let the hickory and cherry and peach trees grow till you said aged they're i guess very mature trees when they're harvested for use for barbecue cooking yeah this is a heck of a deal i would always i've always wondered kind of the uh where a lot of this wood comes from. So what I what I've been told, and I can't, um, I haven't done any research myself, but a lot of these different uh, woods are used for multiple different types of things: for for furniture, for uh, woodworking, all kinds of for lumber. I mean, some wood is not good for lumber. Some hardwoods are. Hickory is a hardwood. And a lot of the times, the uh, at least from what I've been told, a lot of the wood that you use uh, or that you're uh, that you're going to cook with are kind of the the smaller branches and the the part of the wood that you wouldn't use for timber necessarily. Ah, okay. Uh, so it's 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 kind of another use for it. Um, so, but I would be really, um, you know, I, again, I, that's what I've been told. I would be curious to know if if there are just uh, you know wood farms where where uh, trees are grown just for for cooking. I mean, it's a big industry, but I would imagine a trunk, for instance. When you go to to buy your hickory wood, it's usually going to be in either logs or it's going to be in chunks, uh, and you know you'll readily be able to tell that these are not giant uh, pieces of, uh, of of timber that you could make boards out of. They're kind of smaller limbs and things like that. So it kind of makes sense to me that that's the case. But uh, yeah, that's that's at least that's what I've been told. Well, Matt, for. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the next uh, for Memorial Day. I'm going to, have to send you a Memorial Day happy thanks to Southern Fuel Wood out of Newberry, Florida. They specialize in all these types of barbecue cooking woods. And if you're lucky enough to receive a shipment from me here in a few weeks, they're going to send you a nice pallet that's 40 inches by 48 inches by 52 inches of tightly free stacked wood that will allow for safe shipping and it's the largest pallet wood configuration offered by southern fuel wood and it's a beautiful thing i don't want to break it down if it came to me it looks too pretty just sitting there on that pallet oh man i'd be happy to break it down for you uh, and, uh <laughs> get, some that, get some of that beautiful glorious smoke coming off absolutely yeah yeah so that's that's awesome and i think a lot of these uh, a lot of these places also make uh, a lot of them will make charcoal so if you make hardwood charcoal um, you, 
You made it. Out, you make it out of hardwood. A lot of times, it's uh, a mixture of oak and hickory and all kinds of woods that all you right. burn down into charcoal. I, yeah. I, I'm ignorant here. What in the world is charcoal? Charcoal is uh, well. There's two different kinds of charcoal, but generally, charcoal is is uh, wood that has been turned into carbon by burning and heating at an incredibly high high uh, temperature. So it doesn't burn down away into ash. It burns into carbon, and then you can light it later and cook with it. But, yeah, it used to be wood. So you've got briquette, and you've got what we call lump uh, charcoal. Lump charcoal looks just like wood and limbs and and pieces of, uh, of tree. Uh, it's not been mashed down and turned into anything else. It looks exactly the way it did when it went into the kilns to turn it into charcoal. And briquettes are also wood, but they are formed... Um, they're kind of broken down into a powder and then pressed together uh, with uh, some type of uh, filler that, that makes it into that shape. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's, it's plant product that's been heated to a high degree and it turns into carbon and you can use it to cook. That's all charcoal is. And how in the world do they make it, especially the ones that you can buy at the grocery store wherever you're more likely to find charcoal? How do they get them to be exactly the same size? Yeah, those are the briquettes. So instead of leaving the instead of leaving the the hardwood lump, you know, charcoal in the random shapes that nature gives it, uh, it will be crushed down uh, into a charcoal kind of powder, and then that is mixed with a filler. The very good charcoal, good briquettes, will have like a natural filler as opposed to anything chemical. That that will give your your food a better flavor. But there's a there's a uh, there's different fillers and things kind of like that glues it together so it's formed into a little uh you know briquette shape you mix the filler with the charcoal powder and then you uh, smash it into the shape and then there you go there's your briquette each one of those is some people prefer uh the lump some people prefer briquette um they just cook differently and there's just a little bit of difference to them that's all all right and there are more than one charcoal options out there. I had no idea that Jim Beam was in the charcoal business. Did you? You ever had any of their charcoal? Yeah, uh, I, do, I have not, but I know. Um, I know they. Uh, it has some of the uh, the barrels. I think they use ah. uh, which are turned into uh, turned into charcoal, and that that uh, that is something that um, that can be done. Any type of wood product can be turned into charcoal. Absolutely. See, you just learn so much. I feel so much more intelligent each week when we get a chance to talk to the barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans. And we hope you start to feel a little bit better and appreciate you talking all kinds of good stuff with us here on today's report. You have a good rest of your day. I'm already starting to feel better just talking barbecue. Thank you, sir. Nothing like talking about briquettes will make you feel better. All right. Well, that will conclude today's Y'all Show. Make sure you hang on here on tomorrow's show. We've got a good show coming your way. ACC Talk with Jonathan Lifehite. Plus, we'll find out the latest from Nashville Music City, USA with Precious Harris. It's the Nashville Music Line. And all that is headed your way tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. And thanks for listening to Y'all. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. 
Amazing stuff. Mirror bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel blue star work fast or your money back. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Funds are deposited for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Have you longed for a simpler life? Imagine how simple life would be if you just had one bill every month. It's that kind of simplicity Avant can help you find with a debt consolidation loan. Pay off your bills and have just one fixed rate payment. It takes just minutes to apply online. And depending on approval, you could have your money sent the next business day from $2,000 to $35,000. And because Avant is accredited by the Better Business Bureau, life is not only simpler, but in hands you can trust. Simplify your life with a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5151 when applying. Avant.com, code 5151. That's Avant.com, code 5151. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.